97.1 FM, The Drive presents the Behind the Song podcast, taking you deeper into classic rock's most timeless tunes. Here's your host, Janda. It seems like everyone I talk to is taking advantage of low mortgage rates these days, and for good reason. Rates are near the lowest they've been in decades, and our friends at DuPage Credit Union want to help you make the most of this market. So whether you're a first-time home buyer, you're looking to refinance, or you want to renovate your home, DuPage Credit Union's award-winning team will be there every step of the way, from application to closing. Plus, home buyers can qualify for $300 off their first month's mortgage payment by completing a free home loan consultation. Take advantage of DuPage Credit Union's low rates today. To schedule a free consultation or to apply, call 800-323-2611 or visit dupagecu.com. That's dupagecu.com. DuPage Credit Union is an equal housing opportunity lender. NMLS number 445096. By member's choice, this financial institution is not federally insured. Member's deposits are privately insured up to $250,000 per account through American Share Insurance. DuPage Credit Union. Banking Inspired. There are rock stars who lead fascinating lives. And then there's Rod Stewart, a man of two talents, as he has put it, football and singing. He's a guy with a signature head of hair that even now, even in his 70s, still stands straight up on top. A quaff he designed decades ago, once held in place by sugar water and his sister's hairspray. He has eight children by five different mothers, and he's been married three times. He beat cancer twice, and in the decades since releasing his first solo album in 1969, he has sold an estimated 250 million albums worldwide. He sang in the Jeff Beck group and with Long John Baldry, and he was a key member of The Faces with his pal Ronnie Wood. He was knighted in 2016 by Queen Elizabeth and is a two-time inductee into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame first as a solo artist in 1994, and then with The Faces in 2012. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Not bad for a boy who grew up the youngest of five children in London, born during World War II in 1945, who left school at age 15 to pursue a career playing football. Luckily for us fans, he fell in love with music as a kid, too, while working in his dad's newspaper shop. And when the football career didn't pan out, he was already busking around London during the 60s, singing songs by soul singers and by Bob Dylan. He continued his travels around Europe, sleeping under bridges when he didn't have enough money for a room, and was arrested for vagrancy in Spain on at least one occasion. That wouldn't be his last run-in with the law either. He and his son, Sean, were arrested in late 2019 for punching a security guard at a hotel in Palm Beach, Florida. He was 73 at the time. They could put Rod Stewart's picture in the dictionary next to the word swagger. He seems to have been born to be a rock star, and his nickname, Rod the Mod, due again to that famous hairdo, is one that will no doubt live on forever. But there is another side to this famously ostentatious rock star. 
When he writes songs that are personal to him, they tend to resonate and indeed to become big hits. That's true of Maggie May, arguably his biggest hit, and one of the best examples of Rod Stewart as a storyteller, talking from his own experience. Released on Stewart's third solo album, the classic Every Picture Tells a Story in 1971, while he was also recording as a member of the Faces when they weren't busy tearing up the stage and busting up hotel rooms afterward, Maggie May was something of a surprise. It was a B-side to the single selected by the record label, Reason to Believe, and it was only included on the album at all because it was finished and there happened to be room for it. The record company wasn't interested in the song, and Stewart, being only 26 at the time, didn't feel he knew enough about the way songs are selected for singles to fight it. He took their judgment that the song was too meandering and without a real hook or chorus as the final word. But when the public got their hands on it and DJs started playing it instead of Reason to Believe, it changed everything for Rod Stewart. It went to number one in the UK, Canada, Australia, and in the US. It became his first breakout success and it made him a solo star. The song itself is a spin on the events surrounding the day that Rod Stewart lost his virginity. It's a reimagining of when, at age 16, he went to the Bewley Jazz Festival southeast of his native London and was picked up by a woman twice his age in the beer tent. Stewart has said in interviews that one thing led to the next and they ended up on a secluded patch of lawn nearby and a few seconds later, he says he was no longer a virgin. Ten years later, he was sitting in his house with guitarist Martin Quittenton, and the two began working out some chords to co-write a song for Stewart's upcoming third album. Rod Stewart began singing an old folk song from Liverpool called Maggie May, about a prostitute who robs a sailor returning to the docks. And he realized that the story in the folk song shared some similarity with his own experience back at the jazz festival all those years ago. A light bulb went off, and he told the Wall Street Journal that he filled 20 pages with lyrics about what happens when a young man has a first-time experience with an older woman and what goes on in his head afterward. Those 20 pages turned into Maggie May and he recorded the vocal for it in just two takes. It starts like this. Wake up, Maggie. I think I got something to say to you. It's late September, and I really should be back at school. I know I keep you amused, but I feel I'm being used. Maggie, I couldn't have tried anymore. You led me away from home just to save you from being alone. You stole my heart, and that's what really hurts. The song meanders from the actual events of Stewart's life that summer in 1961 here. He had already left school for good at age 15, so by the time he attended the Bewley Jazz Festival and met this older woman in question, he was finished with his academic career. And the festival was in July, not September. The song goes on. The morning sun, when it's in your face, really shows your age. But that don't worry me none. In my eyes, you're everything. I laughed at all of your jokes. My love, you didn't need to coax. Oh, Maggie, I couldn't have tried anymore. You led me away from home just to save you from being alone. You stole my soul, and that's a pain I can do without. 
All I needed was a friend to lend a guiding hand. But you turned into a lover, and mother what a lover, you wore me out. All you did was wreck my bed, and in the morning, kick me in the head. Maggie, I couldn't have tried anymore. You led me away from home, because you didn't want to be alone. You stole my heart. I couldn't leave you if I tried. By Stewart's own account, he never saw the woman he met that day at the jazz festival again. Another bit of artistic license that he took with the song. And it goes on. I suppose I could collect my books and get on back to school. Or steal my daddy's cue and make a living out of playing pool. Or find myself a rock and roll band that needs a helping hand. Maggie, I wish I'd never seen your face. You made a first-class fool out of me, and I'm as blind as a fool can be. You stole my heart, but I love you anyway. Maggie, I wish I'd never seen your face. I'll get on back home one of these days. Stuart's Scottish father was a builder who later opened a newspaper shop in London, not a pool player, at least not professionally. What does ring true in this story is how Stuart found his experience with the older woman to be more than a little cringeworthy, a May-December romance that was over, in his words, in less than 30 seconds. It's a story that has fascinated rock fans for over 50 years because there is often something disappointing about this particular rite of passage, the stuff of teen dreams. Maggie May is unique in another way, too. It's one of the biggest rock songs to feature a mandolin solo, a signature part of the song. Surprisingly, if you look on the liner notes on the Every Picture Tells a Story album, it says, The mandolin was played by the mandolin player in Lindisfarne. The name slips my mind. Stewart didn't include a credit to Ray Jackson, the man who performed on the track and on Mandolin Wind on the same album. And by virtue of that, many people think that Rod Stewart was responsible for the mandolin parts. Jackson was in a folk group called Lindisfarne in the early 70s, but nowhere on the album credits does his actual name appear. He was paid roughly $30 for his work on the two songs, and his contribution is one of the reasons that Maggie May became such a big hit. Jackson finally pursued legal action against Stewart and co-writer Martin Quittenden when he heard the song in an ad for a bank on TV in the 1990s, claiming that he wrote the mandolin part as well as played it on the recording. The lawsuit didn't go anywhere, though. The ad came off the air, and Stewart denied that Jackson had anything to do with the writing at all, and that was the end of that. Interestingly, Martin Quittenden had a nervous breakdown a few years later and left the music business entirely, while Jackson continued on in Lindisfarne and with a solo career for decades. Maggie May put Rod Stewart on his path to become one of the most successful rockers of all time, and it was his story to tell. It's fitting that one of rock's biggest Casanovas would hit the big time with a story based on his first tryst. And he went on to thrill us with other stories through the years, sung with his signature raspy style. From The Killing of Georgie, part one and two, about a gay man who was killed in New York City, to the hilariously rakish Hot Legs, and the vulnerably sweet You're In My Heart, The Final Acclaim. 
Rod Stewart was gifted with that swagger straight from Planet Rockstar. And his offstage life and general attitude is often entertaining. But it is the stories he tells in his best songs that keep us listening over and over again. I'm Janda, and this has been Behind the Song. Special thanks to Christian Lane for the music you hear on this podcast. Subscribe on YouTube and watch the video episodes, and you can follow Behind the Song podcast on TikTok. On the way, episodes about lyrics from Red Rider and more classic rock and roll. It seems like everyone I talk to is taking advantage of low mortgage rates these days, and for good reason. Rates are near the lowest they've been in decades, and our friends at DuPage Credit Union want to help you make the most of this market. So whether you're a first-time home buyer, you're looking to refinance, or you want to renovate your home, DuPage Credit Union's award-winning team will be there every step of the way, from application to closing. Plus, home buyers can qualify for $300 off their first month's mortgage payment by completing a free home loan consultation. Take advantage of DuPage Credit Union's low rates today. To schedule a free consultation or to apply, call 800-323-2611 or visit dupagecu.com. That's dupagecu.com. DuPage Credit Union is an equal housing opportunity lender. NMLS number 445096. By member's choice, this financial institution is not federally insured. Members' deposits are privately insured up to $250,000 per account through American Share Insurance. DuPage Credit Union. Banking Inspired.